0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
2: (laughs) Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. My name is Ben Errington, and today I'm joined by regular co-host, Mr. Andy Conduit. Tanner. Hello, Ben. Hello, everybody. You all right? Hello. Hello there. Hi there. And another host with a double barreled surname. I feel a little bit left out. Uh, we're joined by a very special returning guest, Alice Taylor-Matthews, as a comedian, lifelong horror fan with an imp- improvised D&D show, Tales of Adventure at Bristol Improv Theatre. Welcome back to the show, Alice. Hello. Hello. Oh, lots of energy again? there. Hello. <laughs> yeah, a little bit too much energy. Hello. There. <laughs> no, I liked it. It's good. Tap us all up. This is maybe, what are we saying? Fifth, fifth or sixth time on the show? Yeah. Maybe fifth? Yeah. Yeah. I think fifth. So we've done some some real classics. We've done Basket Case, we've done Pieces, Army of Darkness. And now, uh well, this is a film that we've we've been discussing for a while, saying we've got to do an episode on this, and finally we just Put it in the diary. What's the worst that can happen? Uh, Invite an awesome guest and, you know, it's going to be a fun time.
0: Yeah, I feel this one's been coming up increasingly. Now in the zeitgeist, obviously um, Poor Things, I think, has accelerated it, but mm. if anyone thinks and wants to us of chasing trends, we've wanted to do this since before Poor Things came out, so get out of it. Yeah, we're not trend chasers. I mean, we don't make
2: the trends either, do we, Andy? We don't claim to. But, you know, we're always there, coasting along the way.
1: You're you're trend adjacent.
0: Yeah, we're trend adjacent. It's coincidental that a lot of people are talking about it. It's not on purpose. (laughs) We wanted to cover, uh, let's face it, in the grand scheme of things, fairly niche 1990 horror movie because it's brilliant, not because anything to do with parallels with a recently very popular film.
2: Yeah. Has everybody seen recently popular film? Not Frankenhooker?
1: yes Yes.
0: yeah yeah everybody everybody at a
1: film festival before it came out (laughs) very
0: fancy
1: (laughs)
2: incredibly fancy uh did everybody enjoy it
1: i did i'm studying um uh child development and uh, early child development stages at the moment and for me it was basically that i've seen a couple of people's different readings and, and things but um, studying child development and like the different stages and the way she progresses was just very funny I recommended yeah. it to all of my um, peers on my course That's
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you think the, was the feedback been so far
1: um, mostly people have loved it in fact someone on my course their friend um, uh, is the um, costume designer so they're doing very oh well for themselves. Yeah, oh, wonderful.
2: Amazing costumes in that film. The phones ringing, ringing off the hook these days. Yeah. Exactly. Uh yeah. I was I was a huge, huge fan of it. I was really hyped to go and see it and it didn't it didn't let me down. It was a very, very um bizarre film, but in the best in the best possible way. Uh Andy have you seen it as well?
0: I have seen it. It's good. A lot of my friends locally here, um my wife included, who've read who've read the book, uh out absolutely outraged that they've taken oh, yeah. away the fact that it's set in Scotland in real life oh, and yeah. sort of made it ambiguous London. The locals yes. around here not very happy but apart oh, from that, God. it's a good and interesting film. But the big question is that we'll pose well you can answer it now or you can answer it later is it better or worse than Frank and <laughs> 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 I mean, I guess
2: we'll answer it later. We will answer it on the way but I'm pretty sure we're all big fans, right <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah yeah I mean i'd fans. only see, I'd
2: only seen it for the first time, like just a few years ago, off the back of like the basket case brain damage and other Frank Cannon lotter movie mm-hmm. watches so it's fairly new to me. Has everybody seen it like quite a long time ago there was a, was similar, a, way, a,
1: there was a similar way to what I watched it It was the last yeah. frank and frank lotter film that I saw of his, oh um, it was yeah yeah
2: I guess it was the last um, one I saw of his as well yeah uh and for me, like I think all of the films are great, but something about this just elevated it beyond just a sort of fun, trashy silly movie, which they all are that sound that sounds like yeah. I'm or not
1: that's his thing,
2: yeah, but something about this just elevated it just one step further. I don't know what it was, and it was the script the script is like very, very tight and funny to the point where like i just found myself just remember remem- remembering stuff and i was watching it again and being like oh yeah. yeah it's really it's really great and for a film that's like what it is 90 minutes long or just slightly less it's really does it fl- it really flies along it like, flies by the time, fly, doesn't it by the time it ends i'm like sh- it feels like we're kind of ending it feels like and and again it's a great film it's 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 really really good but I feel like it kind of ends at a point which could be a a, a start of a second act or a third act. Yeah. Um, mm. very easily we could have this character suddenly having self awareness, or even have a longer section where um the titular Frankenhooker is more. Um,
1: Are you using titular sense in a pun? <laughs>
2: I guess I am. <laughs> if you want, I guess I am. I completely <laughs> forgot about purple areolas as well. Uh, mm. And. And when that when that moment happened, I was like, I mean, it's a fantastic look, including like a, a tick with a marker pen on your arse as well. Yeah. That's also a great
0: look. <laughs> For me, it's like even aside the, you know, there's masses of physical comedy in here as well, but there's just mm-hmm. something wonderful about the dialogue in this movie, even in scenes that are played fairly straight, like I just found myself laughing out loud at little bits like when um when our main character's watching back the um the news footage of the day that his uh, girlfriend died and the newspaper reporter comes to his house and it's like, Can I just leave people alone where they grief? Please, come on. <laughs> I loved it. I found myself really laughing out loud and bits later on where he's like, Oh, the devil's music. It's just, it's
1: just <laughs> like- I think one of my favorite lines is quite early on. Um, he gives us just like, he's like, I'm falling apart, I'm going went And his mum's like Want a sandwich?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just find want a sam. Do you want a sandwich? Really funny. I do love a sandwich. Uh, there are so many moments in this film that I, where I go, surely not, and then it just it it happens. It all it all pans out in front of your face, uh, and I, I I feel like I feel like I would love to watch it with someone who's like never seen a film like that before. Or mm. just to, just to see the disbelief on their face. Or maybe with someone who's really like squeamish or conservative, for example. I don't know what we're we'll watching a film. Should we stick Frank Nucker on? What do you reckon? Yeah? I feel Any already time. like
0: just the title of the film. For is, someone is who does Br- know what to expect. Is
1: George Rustinia's wife still alive? Is she still knocking about? Invite her around. What's her name? <laughs> Martha. Her Get her in. Barbara. Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush.
2: That's it. Uh, Barbara Bush. That's <laughs> <Is> it. <laughs> she I would I mean if she's, she's not dead it would she's got would... big
1: she's got big Barbara vibes and I think she's yeah. still alive <laughs> think she's still, well if she wasn't alive
2: confirm. if she if she was still alive then this would definitely finish her off without a doubt this would be the end well, I'd love yeah, to yeah but that's
0: what I feel like this film is one that would be I think it it gets a reaction from people when you just tell them the title. Like I told my wife when I said, oh, I'm off to watch my horror hangout film for this week. Oh yeah. What are you watching this week? Frank and Hooker. Yeah. You what, mate? <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> you what, mate?
0: <laughs> but I think like immediately, as soon as you get something, it conjures certain images and then you watch it. And I think it's a whole new set. I think it's very hard to... Fully expect what you're going to get until you've actually seen this movie. I was delighted.
2: Hmm. 100%. Uh, And also, the exploding hookers smoke super crack sequence. It may be one of my favorite scenes ever in film, mainly because you go through so many emotions in it where you're just like, and again, of course, we're going to get into it, yes, but you're like, Surely he's not. He's not going to stoop this low, is he? He's not going to stoop this low as to mass murder. And then suddenly the regret—he's going back on his plan. But no, they've got the super crack. He's pinned down. It is just—I go through so many emotions. And then the hookers start to explode. I'm only referring to them as hookers because that is in the title. You know, I'll be much more respectful when we. When How we get would you to... have
1: like a trail for this? it's just, and then the hookers
2: start to explode. And then the hookers start to bloody explode.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the hookers start to explode, and underneath you'll get one of the little title bars, like Ben Errington, famous misogynist, been taken out of context. <laughs> famous misogynist. Uh, and and just to end end my discussion on that,
2: when the when the severed head flies at the pimp's head, it's got the best sound effect ever as well, when it hits him. It's brilliant. Uh, but yeah, we will get into that and my love for that scene. Um should I talk about horror news? Tell us a little bit of horror uh, news, yeah. please, Ben. Horror news for the week. I don't we'll know. Gather this, is, this is kind of horror adjacent, but did anybody see the picture, the first look of Bill Skarsgard as the Crow in the remake of The Crow?
1: I literally saw it about half an hour before joining you guys.
2: Yeah. It was it was be fr- about when fresh, I saw it too. It's fresh. Fresh off, the, fresh off the what? Fresh mm. off the press? Yeah, um, I've seen
0: the pictures and I've seen the initial internet reaction, which, as with many things, people go, well, I don't really like it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people say it gives um, Jared Leto Joker vibes, which I guess, but then also like...
1: I mean, they're both like, very
2: skinny. Yeah, but they're also it's both very similar looking characters anyway, like Joker and the Crow, but could just buy white paint and makeup. You know, and I guess a lot of tre- yeah. and, and a trench have you, coat have has you guys? Become... Sorry. Yeah.
1: Have you guys seen the crow recently?
2: Uh Not yeah, I reckon time. maybe. Yeah, I've seen it fairly recently. Maybe like
1: I watched it. I watched it during do you guys remember COVID? I <laughs> I watched it during lockdown. Um and I was amazed at actually how much it stands up, how funny it is. Yeah. And like it's great. just generally how much of a good time it is. Yeah, I thought it was just right like, those, like I thought it was it's just like one of those teen films, but yeah. no, it stands up really, really well. It's really funny for a yeah. film
0: in which a young man in love is murdered by gangland criminals at the beginning. Actually, laugh a minute. It's a great time. It's it funny. <laughs> it is funny. Um,
2: yeah, and it does, and it really does hold up. Like it's a really stylish film. Um, it's yeah, I mean, it is a bit dramatic, melodramatic, but in the best possible way, you know. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, it does hold up, but yeah. So a new version, why not? What has it been like thirty years? So Bill Skarsgård. Well, is the mistake good. you're making
0: there is that 1990 is only ten years ago. Oh yes, yeah, never hear anything. Never hear anything else.
2: Yeah, didn't mean to get that wrong. Sorry mate. Um, so he's got like some sort of Bill Skarsgård. Got some sort of modern mullet haircut. You know, if you could pull it off, then why not? Um, so interesting to see what they're going to do. With who's directing this? Do we know? Do we you know who's directing this? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, Rupert Sanders, sweet. Ooh, I love that
1: guy's
2: voice. I don't know who that is. Um, okay, but let's let's see what happens. Um, I'll definitely check it out. Why the hell not? Um, in terms Anything of, can new... be good, Ben. Anything can be good, of course it can. A couple of new trailers. There's a trailer for a movie called The Watchers, which is the new horror movie from M. Night Shyamalan's daughter. Can you believe oh. it? that's
0: yeah. a twist that is a <laughs> twist
1: isn't it? m night
0: thinks i know where he's going and then apostrophe s daughter
1: yeah from this no i'm not gonna say
2: that from the seed, what were you gonna say from this i was gonna say from loins. the
1: semen
2: of m night oh so you you were going straight for semen i was gonna say loins <laughs> seed you've gone from, from his the seed. yeah
1: that's better <laughs> from the jizz, of...
2: from the jizz of M Night Shyamalan, Night Shyamalan and then comes then... a new no, horror director. No, <laughs> I was like, the the title would be a bit jizzy as well. From the jizz of yeah. no, too, that is too much.
1: Um, did you guys see his last movie? Not, was it Knock at the Cabin Door? Knock at the Cabin?
2: Knock at the Cabin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did. A, we cabin. did an episode. Did an episode on it. Oh well. yeah, the twist <laughs> of
1: that being there was no twist. <laughs>
0: the twist of that being, the, I guess. Yeah. Was the world it just wasn't, because then you should have believed it all along? What's what's yeah. led you to doubt everything I do all these years?
1: Um, that that movie I find unintentionally hilarious as well. Me and my friend saw it in the cinema, and because we've got kids, we don't get to go out that much, and we decided we'd watch it. And there's a line in that movie which is, um, you know what they say? If you can make eggs, you can make anything. No, if you can make eggs, you can do anything. It's like no one mm. says that. That's not a <laughs> saying. So if you can make eggs, eggs there's loads of you things spray? you can't do. What are you talking about?
2: Oh you've just made this you've just made some lovely eggs and I drive this forklift.
1: Brain surgery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a big jump. Bloody brain surgery.
0: Oh,
1: do a backflip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said if you could make eggs you could do anything. It's
1: time yeah, for parkour. <laughs> that's
0: a weird
2: a weird saying. Surgery uh, while doing
1: parkour. Yeah. So yeah. Uh,
2: this this film has got um who's it got in it? It's got someone in it. So, I'm not sure in terms of. So, okay. So, Ashana Shyamalan, her name is. We shouldn't refer to her as M. Night Shyamalan's daughter. We no. step out of the shadow of M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. you know? Although, do you reckon he was a very hands on dad when he was there, just going, oh, well... don't do that. And
0: mm. cut. <laughs> like a dad helping like a school kid with a project. Like, okay, I'm just going to show you for this shot. And then you'll be here, you'll be you'll be holding the edge of the camera, so you, you're sort of doing it, you're sort of doing it, it's okay. Your fingers no.
1: on it, your fingers <laughs> on it.
0: So this film, so what, a fa- you write the label.
1: What is the film about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> the film is about a, it's a fantasy horror film that explores the story of a young artist who gets stranded in a forest in Western Ireland and must face the horrors that lurk in the wilderness. Uh, and Dakota Fanning. Is the actress I was I was trying to remember. <laughs> I thought
1: you were saying, the horrors are in the forest and Dakota Fanning. <laughs>
2: Dakota
1: <laughs> yeah. Fanning, is in, <laughs> She's in the in the forest as well. In and the she, forest. They've released terrified. her.
2: Yeah. Apart from that, I guess everything's a little bit under wraps. Um, but yeah, interesting to see what will come of that. Uh, and there's also a trailer for a film called I Saw the TV Glow. Have you have you heard of a new A twenty-four horror movie?
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, but I don't know very much about it apart from a couple of little early details.
2: Yeah. um, Apparently it pays homage to Twin Peaks to late night Nickelodeon 90s television. Um, It follows some teens who bond over their shared love of a scary television show, but the boundary between TV and reality begins to blur after it's mysteriously cancelled. It's been cancelled, but not in my brain. Something like that. Uh Justice Smith and Bridget Lundy Payne star. And it's from the second feature from the director of We're All Going to the World's Fair. I don't know if well, anybody okay. saw that. A very lo-fi, almost like found footage. Was
1: like a good time. I will I'll watch that. Yeah, I, I was
0: interested in We're All Going to the World's Fair. Like hmm. um not perfect, but I think with a load of interesting ideas in there. So I'd love to see what they do with like a slightly bigger budget, a different, you know. Hmm. New idea. Is that um which Smith is it? It's not it's Justice Smith as in from Detective Pikachu, not um Jaden Smith as in from the the jizz of Will Smith.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The karate kid himself. Uh Justice Smith it is who uh in like Jurassic World and stuff. Yeah, Jurassic World Detective Pikachu, big hair. Oh yeah, Detective Pikachu. That's correct. Um, and the last piece of news I've got is there's a paranormal activity video game that has been announced uh, from the makers of the Mortuary Assistant. Um, the will feature fan footage style gameplay as well as a haunt system which di- dynamically changes the types of scares that unfold based on the player's actions. And there's a very very brief teaser, but there's not much going on. It kind of just looks like yeah, a lot of logos and stuff. Yeah, That's That's Toby, fantastic. add it again
0: toby the free toad lad yeah yeah don't nick his photos out of the loft you'll set your house on fire <laughs> human <laughs> uh i wonder if the problematic boyfriend is in it what do you reckon oh what famous day trader what was his name mika micah mika. Mika mika mika. 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 that's right yep. get his name wrong he's a twat <laughs> glad he got <laughs> thrown across that bedroom
2: good uh yeah i mean that's it for horror i mean there's
0: quite a few things but is it, is it any other
2: horror news at all and it's so a one
0: little bit of an, a news update ben a developing okay. story so maybe we talked to the week um stephen king had been on um the the wasteland that is twitter saying hey this salem's lot film don't know why they haven't released it at oh, Warner yeah. Brothers. not another Did tax write-off is it because i think it was all right you know um, mm. It is coming out now. It's coming out on Paramount+. Plus. So...
1: That's that's the power of the king. Yeah. He can do that.
0: The kingmaker they pretty, himself.
2: They pretty much mm. had it in the bin until he took to Twitter and yeah. he went, you know what, actually, we better release this. We can't get away with... He's doing always one like
1: saving that. movies, isn't he? Yeah. He's always coming in there, going, do you know what? Evil Dead. It's a good movie.
0: Yeah, get actually, Stephen King, if you can't take his word for it, Whose can you take? So then you get you get stuck in there. And I know he does a lot of good sure. stuff with like people early in their filmmaking careers as well, where he just say, Want the rights to this book, do you? Quid do you, mate?
1: Yeah, really? it's a dollar, isn't it? Yeah. You want the right- I heard that. I don't know if I don't know if that was a rumour like my brother had made up, because he used to make up <laughs> film rumors at the time and I didn't know what was real. He told me that, he told me the paramedics in um Return of the Living Dead were um the singer's hauler notes. And I was like, Yeah, sure. <laughs>
2: They look like fallen outs. Fun... <laughs> I mean, you say making up rumors, That's but it's just it's just um outright blatant lies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard Sorry. a rumour over here that this is what's got you yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, these guys like fallen
2: I, oats. I hate it when you see something like that on Twitter where someone goes, Did you know that in this film, uh the very early career of and then it will list some real big name and then you'll see the screenshot and you go, It's not them. What are you playing at? It's yeah. got like 100,000 likes, everyone
0: commenting, going, oh, I never knew this. Prince yeah. was in, I don't know, China. As much t- as I don't that, know. As much as that like is, one, well, at least you can get it debunked fairly quick. In the era that we were all growing up, this was the time when you'd have known someone I mean, who at least, you know, just wasn't at school for a week. And then they'd come back and say, tell you what, I've been to America and I've seen Gremlins 3 over there. And yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. already out, and Gret and Gizmo actually turns into one of the Gremlins, but he's still good, and he eats all the other genuine lie that a kid at my school told me, and he oh defeats God. the bad Gremlins by eating them.
2: Is he a screenwriter yeah. now? No, I've told you a story about that dodgy sure bloke in the in the dodgy DVD selling bloke in the pub who was like, "You want you want to get a copy of Indiana Jones four, which has just been announced? I could get it for you. I'll get it for you by next week." I was like, it hasn't even been made yet, mate." What are you on about? Yeah, well,
1: Do you know what? when I went people... to Nepal? When I went to Nepal, yeah. there was a guy selling DVDs, and there was loads of DVDs, and I was like, "Wow, these DVDs haven't even come out or been announced yet." And my husband was like, "Yeah, they're fake." I was like,
2: "Oh,
1: <laughs> okay." <laughs> How's
0: this guy in Nepal got hold of
2: this? How's he got old?
0: His dad works <laughs> at Nintendo. That's how he's getting them.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> got all the films. Ah, oh, that does suck, though. See, that just goes to show that you just um just A kind soul who believes in people, I just you know? believe you just, people. You just but
1: think, well, me. Hall of Nights are in a zombie movie, I'm gonna believe them.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what reason have you got to doubt your own brother? Mm.
1: Yeah. exactly. Actually, this. yeah, actually, this was the evidence was there all along. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: uh, okay. Um, I guess the next we should do what we've been watching, um, last seven days or so. I guess Alice, you've not been on the show for a while, so anything you've seen at all recently horror, horror Jason, I... that you wanted to recommend?
1: The, not really. i i because I'm doing a master I'm doing a master's. Um, <laughs> um you know? I, I've been really focusing on that. Um but I did just finish watching season two of Perry Mason, which they are not making any more of. So oh. uh, but that was good.
0: Good why music making, as well.
2: Weren't they making any
1: more It's of not related it? to not? horror in any way. Or maybe the horrors of the justice system. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs>
0: you need a real hero to face those demons down Biggest horrors of the yeah. All.
1: Um, but yeah I don't I can't I don't think I've seen anything in ages well it's a perfect to, opportunity
0: oh. to rewatch Frankenhooker yeah. then
1: yeah I did re- yeah I rewatched it and that was nice Andy um, have you yeah. seen
0: anything at all you know what Ben I've been doing something very different in terms of a time eating activity than doing a master's Still very important, though. It's my wife's birthday last week, so I was busy doing that. Celebrating, make sure we can remain married and the like. So that's what I've been doing. So not very much, but one little, uh, little extra bit. I've been doing some... This is how I'll build up on intellectual credibility to only semi-challenge Alice's Masters. But after watching the aforementioned movie, Poor Things... I've been reading one of the author's other books. It's called Lanark, Um, and it is quite a weighty tome, so I've got some way to go in it yet. But it is like a really surreal, almost Dante-esque vision of hell, except it's in like a sort of bleak version of uh, Scotland, and it features this character in the early parts of the book. Like He's in quite a bleak, sunless um, city, and all these people have these afflictions. They're almost... It's never made clear whether it's metaphorical or if it's real. So he has a problem he has, it, which is like called dragon skin, where his skin is toughening up, and then his arm is actually mutating into actually like a scaly, clawed arm. And there's another woman who he meets in one of the early chapters who has like mouths all over a body that say like disparaging things to people as they go oh past. God. And oh, wow, and think and it appears to be potential spoilers if I get this right, but it. it maybe that he's actually already in hell because he's gone through a mouth that was in the floor and then woken up in a hospital and it's all very surreal um definitely invites horror imagery um we'll see how it continues to progress big thick book i've got a lot to work through though yeah that's Hmm. the only thing
1: um, how many pages is there
0: oh like i've not even looked at the last page i feel like it's a good 600er
1: Oh, okay. Um Ooh. I'm going on holiday in May and I'm gonna read a book. That's my goal for my holiday, but uh, it's only ten days and I will have the kids, so I'm I'm looking for like a three hundred page book.
0: Yeah, I reckon it's a bit it's a bit hefty than that. But really, I'd, I'd recommend it from what I've read so far. I'm only a little way in, but it's it's good. Split so that's maybe split offset in two a set of Oh, there you go. You could just get half of it, Alice, if it's split in two. Yeah. Yeah. I'll
1: and just I'll split. just read every other page.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you get the gist of it
1: the
2: story of this is really, something missing um i've not seen loads i've just been playing some games mainly but i did start watching um so there's a new like horror focused tv channel I don't know if you guys have heard of it called i say new it might have been out for a while but i only really just recently become aware of it nyx tv um i know they were involved in fright fest a little bit um and I know so some of the organizers of Fright Fest like appear on the channel, like introducing things. Okay. Um but you can get it, it's on free view and I got it through like the Roku app. Um but basically it shows just some ri- I used to love watching the horror channel because I used to love just thinking, right, whatever's yeah. on, I'm gonna just watch a bit of it. Um doesn't even matter if I don't see the whole film, which I usually stand dead against, but for some reason, because it was on the T V channel, I thought, yeah, let's do it. So but I did manage to catch a whole film. I watched Countess Dracula. Um a, har- a Hammer Horror film. I don't know if you guys have ever, ever seen Countess, Countess Dracula. Countess
0: Dracula, so all the Dracula you know, but this time a woman. You'd say I'd say so, oh. but it's it's really void of like
2: anything even remotely vampiric. I guess like there's someone having a bath in a in a load of blood at one point, and that's quite vampire like. But apart from that, it's just like some old lady who's like who's clearly sucking people off not that way sucking people's blood out <laughs> <laughs> and and getting young it was it was pretty mad but i did I, on the channel yesterday was like the descent they've got loads of elvira stuff and other things it seems really really cool and interesting um and it shows stuff you know all, when, day, um, all day long sorry go on
1: you know when vampires uh suck people's blood to get young do you ever feel like they might be like they might bend down to get something, and their back goes a bit, and they're like, "Oh, I better,
2: better pop <laughs> down the tavern. I <laughs> better have a so
1: uh, little sh- back out. Ah! Oh, I'm beginning to creak. I ah, Because <laughs>
2: yeah. it's
1: always it's <laughs> always depicted of like willing to look young and beautiful, but I bet like lo- I bet loads of vampires are just like my back really hurts.
0: Yeah, my back's just, absolutely you know. killing me. Yeah, I just don't want my joints to exhibit. But I will tell you what, vampires not very good at keeping up a routine if they just regularly. <laughs> um, if they just regularly had a little bit of blood, they wouldn't have to go right to desiccated corpse that they need That's to completely yeah. replenish themselves. Yeah, why did they? Like do me that? and moisturising, they... you wait until you really rancid. Yeah. I mean, doing... I thought... but how many
1: how many glasses of water have you had today?
0: Oh, I'm going to say a lot. Look at is that. It none. Only only two, but look at the size of it. <laughs> Jesus, bloody hell!
1: Yeah, is that
2: is
0: that really big? Or have you just held it close to the camera? No, it was, it was not the first time face. you've been and asked if you've that, met Andy. Me, If you've met me in time, in, in real life, Ben, you know I've got massive moon-sized heads. So this is a massive <laughs> water.
2: A massive... Right, well, there we go. Um, but yeah, I, I, I recommend it. It feels like a nice replacement for the horror channel. Um, and it shows stuff all day long. So like during the day, it's showing like some sort of animated anthology show. I, okay. was there like an animated version of tales from the Crypt? Or something like i don't think it's that but something similar there was, it was an, an
1: animated, animated episode in fact the last episode of tales from the crypt is animated isn't it okay so... yeah. they did oh, a, yeah they did like
0: a kid's version it was like was it like tales from the crypt keeper uh, and it was like oh, a yeah. fully animated You're right, one actually
1: they did yeah mm,
0: yeah and what was that called ben so nyx tv so nyx tv yeah nyx tv uh and i've just
2: got it through like roku um, but you can. Okay. It's on Freeview and on a few other things. If you try and find it on Twitter, then it's got all the details there of of um everything, but yeah.
0: Because the horror channel didn't cease to exist, right? It just pivoted to become legend, so it can show non-horror related stuff as well. Is that right? what happened? I think so. so no. That is Maybe. sad. I mean, I
1: don't have yeah. any time to watch TV, so... I'm
2: part
0: of the problem with I it can... not winning, I guess. <laughs> but I want it it's to be there awful. in case I ever did have time. Yeah. I mean,
1: I haven't watched TV in months, but uh, I feel like it should still be there.
2: Yeah. Waiting there's for you. There's something just magical about waiting for a film to start and then, like, after 20 minutes going, oh, a little cup of tea break, little wee break with the adverts. Don't know why. I guess um... it's a bit nostalgic. Uh, But yeah, check it out if you yeah. can. That's pretty much it for me anyway, apart from uh, Apart yeah. from Film of Week Which of course is Which of course, and it's about damn Time too, it is Frankenhooker Which is a 1990 American black comedy horror film Directed by Frank Hennelotter. And it's, lo- it's loosely Inspired by Mary Shelley's 1818 Novel Frankenstein Loosely? Excuse me? It's pretty much exactly the same, alright? beat for beat. Uh, a medical student sets out to recreate his decapitated fiance by building her a new body made of Manhattan Street prostitutes. Uh, it stars James Lawrence, Patty Mullen, uh, Joanne Ritchie, loads of people where J- Joseph Gonzalez Azorro Zorro the Pimp. Great stuff. Um, in terms of ratings, we've got 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. 60% Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 58% Rotten Tomatoes Critic Score 3.4 on Letterboxed, and some choice Letterbox reviews. Ian West says The perfect mixture of comedic filth, super crack, exploding hookers, and Mary Shelley. Hysterics, gross, absurd, and 100% Hen and Lotter. Four and a half stars. Dallas France says A film about what it takes for any long term relationship to survive. Constant reinvention, meticulous attention to your partner's needs, and super crack. Three and a half stars. If you haven't seen this and you want to find out why we keep mentioning super crack, uh, Joe Lynch is that Joe Lynch? It must be a goofier yeah. side of Hen and Lotto that still revels in 80s sleaze core, uh, has a lighter, dan- less dangerous touch than his previous films. Three stars. And a circus rat, I was a circus rat old of Letterboxd? Says, how would you even begin to explain this to Mary Shelley? Three and a half stars. I'd like
0: to try, I'd like to try. <laughs> Uh, I think Mary really, Shelley be into it. We learned more so than we might have learned before when we did gothic a few weeks ago. Mm. husband was into some fucked up stuff with his mate, so oh
2: yeah, of course, oh yeah, of course she'd probably roll with it, I reckon she'd probably go this is a right laugh. This is way less insane than that weekend I spent um at uh, uh, what's uh, his chops uh, house at uh, um what is his chops Lord Tennyson someone um and. What's his name in a in a uh corset as well? Oh yeah, Doctor Palagari. Beautiful stuff. Uh yeah, so of course we wanted to cover this for a while, and obviously off the back of watching Basket Case, I went on a bit of a Hen and journey, which culminated in this film. Uh, that was a few years ago now though. So, uh, everyone's big fans of of Frankenhooker, am I correct?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a little Belial badge that Alice is wearing. <laughs> yeah, I've got just, my. Uh... Just, I don't have a Frankenhooker badge, but
1: I've got Belial oh, from a Basket shame, Case. It? If yeah. anyone
0: wants to gift Alice any more badges, and you're out there and you've got a Frankenhooker badge, do send them in. We'll get a PO box, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Um, but yeah, I think with Hannah Lotta you kind of know what what to expect. But I feel like this just takes it that one step further. And one of those reviews which said, um, it's a little bit more on the carefree, silly side than than Basket Case and and brain damage, I guess. slightly A slightly less dangerous touch, where it feels like there aren't many stakes, even though, of course, life and death is still on the cards. The stakes still feel quite low, and it's just a good There's time no there. one
1: walking barefoot through New York in the 80s in this movie, which is the most <laughs> dangerous thing in Basket Case.
2: Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, there's not. But the tagline, A Terrifying Tale of Sluts and Bolts, is... <laughs> 10 out of 10 there's, there's
0: there's nothing to rival that right and right
1: out of the park they're you
0: know smashing it yeah they absolutely can't argue it. with good pun work if our culture has brought anything to the world it's an appreciation of puns and this is one of the good ones.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah and i mean in terms of patty mullen's performance as well it's note perfect because she shows she the, the pre frankenhooker stuff um the fat—it's—it's a—it's a—it's an absolute transformation, isn't it?
1: Uh, I so. I mean, I assume everyone who's listening to this has seen it, and if they haven't, they should pause and watch it. But the movie opens, um, not exactly opens, but when we're introduced to um her, um, she is wearing one of the worst fat suits I've ever seen.
2: Oh, what is she? <laughs> yeah. Like, wait wait um, so what are they doing they're trying to say that she sort of when... says
0: in the opening scene like oh it doesn't matter what diets i take or whatever i don't know but jeffrey even stapled my stomach and i'm just so fat and then she's just in a big just in a big giant yeah. dress
2: jeffrey stapled my stomach because jeffrey is like a scientist but like what? Yeah. What? What are we saying? like a freelance he scientist?
1: Worked, he, what? Now, no, he now works for an electrician company or something like that. Yeah, he works for the electrics
0: He works for times. like the electricity board. Having been kicked out of three medical schools. Yeah,
1: and
2: um, yeah, it says he specializes in bioelectricity. So you know, yeah. I think if anything, and you're gonna die by getting obliterated by a lawnmower. It's good to eat your boyfriends. I,
1: I do I do love the opening because the, the very opening is just the weird like brain thing of an eye. And yeah. has he done that? Is this a, a brain an eye that has formed in a brain or has he put a brain in an Because I don't know I don't know if you guys have ever like watched I don't know any medical dramas, but the eye is not generally a part of the brain.
0: Connected <laughs> directly sort of embedded in a brain. And he's just doing I, it at I the dinner non- doing it at the dinner table as well. I
1: love at how his in-laws. House. <laughs> Yeah, I love how nonchalant everyone is about it. It's just like, oh mm. yeah, that's Jeffrey.
2: <laughs> I mean he is one hundred percent um unhead, mentally unwell and unhinged even before the, From the tragedy. Get-go. Yeah. From the get go, yeah. I mean he's like he's using his scientific capabilities to staple his girlfriend's stomach closed. Well, not closed, but you know
0: just smaller. Just smaller, that's what I meant. <laughs> but, but to what end? Does she ask for that? Is he suggesting? Yeah. What's going on? She said, like, oh, like she's trying to lose weight. In the in the brief scene we see before she gets absolutely diced by a makeshift automated lawnmower, she talks. To her, and doesn't the doesn't her mom be like say something to her, like, oh, maybe don't have. Yeah,
1: she, she's like, lay off the pretzels. Don't, <laughs> oh, maybe loves, don't do
0: that. She loves pretzels as well. Yeah. That's a shame.
2: I didn't. I I don't know what what I went right over my head. That did. Um. So yeah. So he's about to marry his fiancée, Elizabeth, having a birthday party. It's Elizabeth's dad. Um. And he gets presented with
0: an automatic lawnmower as a gift. Um, I I just love that. It's like an episode of Casualty, isn't it? Like it's uh. You know. You are seeing all the setup. Except there is someone like you, Ben, as a child watching the telly, shouting, don't "Stand in front oh, of it!" Gonna... Yeah, literally, Jeffrey is shouting, like, "Don't stand in front of it!" He's just shouting as loud as he can, "Don't stand in Every front of the lawnmower!" No, everyone just ignores him. She demonstrates the yeah. lawnmower and is minced within the first five minutes of the film.
2: But like all yeah. of her is minced, like because I mean I've never been, I've never had a lawnmower accident. I imagine like whatever appendage got caught in it would just get minced, right? But she just the whole of her seems to get minced. What what
1: I'm imagining is that like a like a starfish is holding her. She's ah, and it just goes through the torso and maybe stops at the head because he's got the head, like Um, arms, legs, head, and of course torso gone.
2: it, it, It is gruesome, but it does make local news as well. I'm assuming local news, not nationwide news. Just yeah. like a woman has been obliterated. Um, and it is a really good description of um of what happened to her. Do they call her a tossed human salad or something? Yeah, to tossed like yeah.
0: a human, like absolutely tossed like a salad, but like the puns in that news report come thick and fast. That is just yeah. one of several that they throw over her. Like the onlookers at the onlookers at the barbecue were showered with her personality. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah. Wow. And of course, the story just develops even further because um her head has gone missing, so now an extra part of the story is that there's potentially some sort of decapitated head thief milling yeah. about as well.
0: I just love this put upon like um like the chief of police or whatever just gonna
1: oh, he's amazing <laughs> <laughs> Why hasn't he had a career? I wanna see him and stuff. Yeah.
0: I feel like all of these films together, though, between this, and there is no, it's not like a. The, the easiest comparison to make is like a trauma, right? Where you have like your Traumaville setting with all these things. I feel like this series of films, so, you know, your frankenhookers, your brain damages, your basket cases. In another world, they could all be connected and you could have characters like the put-upon police sergeant who's like, It's Mm. like doing a jigsaw and all some of the pieces. It's going to take us a while to even know which bits are missing. Um, (laughs) And you could see these characters pop up again and they they aren't explicitly done like that, but you could and I'd be Mm. here for it if someone was to give me a a connected world of these uh, films. Love it. Give me as many as you care to make.
2: It would be great. Yeah, most definitely. Um, So yeah, obviously... Just out of interest yes
1: did you guys know that um i mean sorry if this spoils any trivia for later but did you know <laughs> that um Frank and Hooker was shot first and then three weeks later they shot a basket case too
2: oh right <laughs> no i didn't know that that's wow. why
1: they both came out 1990 yeah it was when he was asked you know he was like what well, I- the studios were like, What ideas you got then? And he was like, Frankenhooker. Or like, I think it wasn't called Frank Frankenhooker at first. He was like, This movie. And they came to the title later. And he was like, But, and he was like, What else you got? And he's like, Well, Basket Case Two something I really like to do. And they were like, Well, what do you want to do then? And he was like, Why not both? So, why not both? Why not
2: both back to back.
1: <laughs> and the main... that Three weeks. So, a lot of the crew is the same crew. Yeah, that makes
0: sense. They had sense, three weeks off and then Just they filmed
1: Basket Case Two. Understand. Yeah, we're
0: doing a bit of trivia, did you know that some of those human parts that get sprayed, they're actually the arms and legs of um rap duo Chris Cross in an early film role? <laughs> <laughs> is this like out? Is this what's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Direct from your brother, he's just no messaged way, me that, like that bit it? of news. I know he's the go-to source for, for film trivia. <laughs> uh
2: it only it cost 1.5 million, which was Lotta's most expensive film at the time. I'm not just flying in there with. Trivia I thought it cost 2.5 million. Oh, wow! It... I mean, I'm just. Think. Let's not say anybody's wrong. Let's just say let's get to the bottom of it. Uh, <laughs> um, and also, uh, and obviously we've heard about Bill Bill Murray's quote. Apparently, he's a big fan of this film. He publicly endorsed it around about the time of the release as well. I think he said something along the lines of. If you see one movie this year, make sure you see Brankenhooker. Hooker. And everyone said, All yeah. right, Bill. I'd I'd
0: go with that. You could say that every yeah. year
1: not that it's important i don't need to be right <laughs> and wikipedia is not the fountain of all knowledge but it does say 2.5 million on wikipedia
2: oh, it does on on imdb it says 1.5 so let's not make it a head to head between me and you Alex. well do you know what i beat the let's make i it... beat the
1: creative imdb in a film quiz once so what does that guy know Oh, why
2: is that not on your
1: twitter why is that not on your
2: twitter twitter bio
1: <laughs> yeah. He's from he was from Bristol. Bristol, yeah, from, yeah. Yeah, absolutely pummeled him. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Film
0: trivia should be like a championship belt. Like you should once you've got it, you have to beat you to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the hardcore championship belt as well. It's always on the line. 24-7. <laughs> you run up to someone in the street and ask them a film trivia question if you're gonna take it from them.
2: Yeah. Give it air Bye.
0: Uh, well, okay, so we could always split the difference doing average. So Exactly two million dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is what it costs. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. So obviously, we see the the press of hounding Jeffrey as well, knocking on his
0: door, going, "How do you feel, now? Your bloody girlfriend, your fiancé's is dead." He's just He's saying, like, the the performance, the performance that we get um, for for the character of Jeffrey, I love it. I find it so oh. endearing. He's so brilliantly awkward <laughs> in it but so deliberate in it as well. Like he is out of control, but at the same time, really well done. It feels like, I think it takes an immense amount of skill to act on purpose in such an awkward way. If you're an idiot, Mm. you might think this is badly active, but it isn't. James Lawrence plays this to absolute perfection.
1: And his, his comic timing and his delivery of lines is so delightful it really is so much fun to watch him and his his various monologues like he is doing a lot of monologues and that is hard for any actor like in a film an actor might have mm. one or two monologues and they'll play at the oscars and like oh. but he's he's, his, just, every, he's just monologue after monologue after monologue yeah. he's doing a great job he's he's just he's, like
2: narrating everything essentially isn't he everything's like this is like stream of consciousness constantly mm. um of him like deep, almost like an external battle an internal battle but an external representation of that battle going on he's like Travis Bickle going on that's what's happening mm.
0: and how often is James Lawrence basically on screen with props otherwise carrying a scene entirely on his own like in one of the scenes yeah. after he's watched the you know watched the video back and he's had that brilliant interaction with his mom that you love Alice, where he explains what's going on and his mom's like or oh, do you want a sandwich? Get you. That was, um, that was Woody
1: Allen's first wife, wasn't it? <laughs> was it? Yeah, yeah Louise Lasser, Lesser. I don't know
2: what to believe and what not to believe
1: anymore. <laughs> no, that's just, that one is true. That one is that true.
2: She was in. Wife. Um,
1: she was in. Have you guys seen Funny Pages that came out last last year?
2: No, I haven't. No. no. Ah,
1: that's a, that is a dirty, grimy, hilarious comedy that is well worth watching. But
0: my god, is it grimy? <laughs> okay, cool. funny pages, writing it funny down. Funny pages. Alice. She's in that.
1: She's good in that. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, she was married to But that...
0: yeah. after that scene where she asks him if she wants a sandwich, we get to see the plan is unfolding. We've seen Jeffrey doing some sketches already over the title credits, showing like how we would make a Frankenhooker. Um, but we reveal sure. he reveals his plan where and this is one of those scenes that he basically carries solo where he gets he gets his decapitated fiance's stolen head and body parts out of the chest freezer which is full of uh, special restorative estrogen based fluid and um, it's important that that's there for later, yeah. Chekhov's estrogen based uh, fluids and he basically carries an entire dinner scene where he outlays his plans to uh, a fake decapitated head
2: yeah. And he talks to the head as if it's uh, sentient, but also as if it's just as if it is just his fiance, um there
0: interactive with him as well, which is which is fascinating. But yeah, it's a great uh, scene. And he's taken the time to make collages of 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 Elizabeth on the um on, you know, just photos from his from his jazz mags.
1: Of all the know, photos, yeah. he's
2: just like, I'm going to make a fr- fracking hooker before anyone says it's anything related to, to you know, s- sexual activity. I'm not just going to paste her head onto some n- naked woman. But then, but no, he does. Uh, which one do you like? Yeah, a bit too much. Yeah, not natural enough. Yeah, why not? Classic. It's-
1: I mean, it's interesting because, like, you see little bits of their relationship before, and they, you know, they seem like a nice couple and things, and, you know, she's like, ah, I'm fat, and she's in her fat suit and things, he's like, yeah. But, like, as soon as he gets the opportunity to, like, to change her body and choose what he wants, he's like, so you know what? I'm going to go really big tits, really small waist. <laughs> yeah. dun da Why have Why have you chosen that?
2: Why can't you just find a body that was similar to one before? Well, you know... You know, while I've got autonomy over it, I might as well just, you know, give it a go. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna bring you back to life, but I'm also gonna go shopping.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Is this
0: is this where you find out whether you're a optimist or pessimist about the priorities of men? Whether you assume oh, because she wanted to to be thinner, but he's trying to he's trying to be nice and helpful. Otherwise, yeah. If you have a less positive outlook, what a bloody perv.
2: <laughs> what a dirty pervert! I mean, yeah, he is—he is a pervert, really. Isn't he? Um, and we—I guess we've sort of understand his mania. He's got some nice, um, baggy eyes painted on most of the time.
1: And um, he—he's uh, started drilling his his skull. Oh my god, that's yeah. gonna have of an course. effect. Yeah, I he... think that that goes to somewhat to explain his erraticness and his inability to like he's. So he's drilling his skull to stimulate the decision-making <laughs> abilities, yeah. which we all know, behind the ear. Um, <laughs> uh, so he's just massaging them with a drill, but it is at the detrimental cost of his humanity. Great uh, idea. And...
2: Next time I have a creative block, I'm going to get myself down to being uh, you. Yeah. You know what? Great what happens. great happens? Um, self-awareness.
1: Have you seen, right? have you seen Pi? Darren Aronofsky's pie.
2: Oh yeah! Oh my god! Not for a long, long time now. <laughs> similar. a similar.
1: Do you not remember? Do you not remember the end of that? No. Oh.
2: I'm talking like well, my early twenties or whenever.
1: Uh, well, a drill and a skull feature.
2: Oh,
0: okay. Feature heavily. Maybe I yeah. do a rewatch then, if that's the case. Yeah. I mean, is this another another? rip off of like a prestigious filmmaker taking the fine work from Frankenhooker and, and making it their own. Yeah, do some some brain drilling, but also like I say, a little bit of self awareness because he does say, oh my goodness, I am I'm on I'm on the very edge morally. I'm losing my my yeah. moral steering on this one. Is it the grief? Is it the drills to the brain? I'm not a doctor, <laughs> I can't tell you.
1: Is it or not eating the... enough sandwiches?
0: Is it not eating enough sandwiches? Aye.
2: The the uh, it's called tre- tre- trepanning or trepanning. trepanning trepanning i guess. trepanning that's is that it's what what,
0: called that's what cavemen tre- 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 used hole? to do if you had if you had a headache when you're when you're a caveman i mean i don't know i don't know any caveman men but what they taught us in year 7 history was that they believed there were evil spirits in your head so you smash them open to get them out and people didn't always die from it because there was evidence of their skulls healing after they'd had their heads smashed open but yeah, trepanning. Mm. Wow. How many times like do sometimes you do that? Get bad spirits out of your head. Other times, stimulate you to have some ideas.
2: Yeah, what have happened to you all the time though? I'm always getting bad spirits in my head. There's only
0: so many times you could draw your head in, right? I reckon it may be just a way to encourage like, real malingering cavemen from back in the day just to be a bit more stoic about having a headache. Because you probably have someone going, oh, I can't come on the elephant hunt today, lads. i got a." Oh, I've got such a headache. I can't come smash the red open. And then next time, you want to come for the elephant hunt, or have you got a bad head? <laughs> no, I'm fine actually. <laughs> come for the elephant
2: hunt? Nah, I'd rather stay in. To be fair, it's it's one of those things that when I have initially agreed to it, I was hyped. But now it's come round to it, I'm like, I'd rather do oh. anything. But it's the weekend, and I've
0: only got only got a couple of days off. Going to just do nothing? No, Trepand, if you don't
1: Tripand.
2: come. <laughs> Trepand.
0: Japan against your will, uh, yeah. So he's
2: doing that, which is uh, unfortunate, isn't it? Um, but I guess it it
0: explains his mania um, in the yeah. best possible way. And he comes up Sherlock Holmes like deduction style with a clue, saying, "Oh, like I can, I can bring you back. I've mastered the science." And he's, we've even his mom has observed that, "Hey, your your eye brain thing, he's working just fine now. You've got some great skills," and he's like, "Oh." So I can bring you back. I know I have the technology, I have the skills, I have the know-how, but I don't have enough parts. Where am I going to get some parts from? And he comes to the idea there are people out there who sell their body parts all the time. I mean, it's a a, a bit of a leap from the terms of service that I'm sure many sex workers are offering, but when you've been drilling your head, that's the kind of lateral thinking you can be doing. Mm. there's so much of him
2: like trying to reason with himself and sort of give himself an explanation and sort of justify the things he's doing when it comes to this, when it comes to like him, I've just made a load of super crack and I'm just going to leave it in the middle of the room. And if they smoke it, well, uh, who am I to to say?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I can't remember at what point it comes in the film, but we have the shot of the TV show. There's a, um, our old friend, I can't remember what her name is in basket case the um hooker in basket case she has a little cameo in this oh, does I she?
0: I'll, let's have a look and see if i can find the oh, lady's nose um
1: there's like a bit where she, there's a talk oh, show yeah, of and course. She's yeah about legalizing prostitution mm. and the guy's like that's crazy what next you know and she's like no because that will that will help you know like if we legalize it then people won't be you know having like you know what they called pimps and things like that and yeah they won't be forced into very serious he won't won't be forced into
0: drugs and i love it how jeffrey's there watching it going
1: she's right she's
0: right like shouting at the tv he says
2: that but then what does he say afterwards let's say she's right and then says oh he says something else which completely contradicts what (laughs)
0: like
2: him agreeing with it i can't remember but it's pretty funny but it's nice to
1: see her again I'm glad yeah. she's, she's in this. And, you know, I think it's stuff like that that makes this film really interesting because if you took it purely at face value, you could think it's really misogynistic. But actually, mm. there's a lot of sort of feminist undertones for this and just putting <coughs> a clip in like that about actually, like, if you want to actually deal with some of the systemic issues of, like, sex work, then legalising it and making it safe for people and not telling people they can't do it or should do it or whatever, but actually just mm. making it a safe environment is a really important message. Yeah.
0: Some Genuinely, really it is. Made, yeah. Give a little pause of that because, like, it does. As whereas a lot of it is played for laughs, that kind of does take a beat, and they just deliver yep. that fairly solidly. And the same fact that he talks about how it's drugs that are killing people, and that these people that are have these addictions that they're forced into this basically mm. indentured servitude to continue to feed these drug habits are that's the, you're right, some real actual serious played with a, you know played with a smile and quickly getting back to the jokes but you're right like will we declare this a feminist movie at the end you wouldn't think (laughs) it from a title frankenhooker but especially with the ending that we'll come to
1: maybe it is maybe we've all learned
0: a little something
2: there's a lot of um sort of ideas of you know the control the, of him sort of having control over over Elizabeth's body as well. Wait, Elizabeth's that right? Mm. Yeah, a control yeah. over her body as well, like the way she looks, but literally having control of like pretty much everything. Is everything is like against her will. So almost the ending of that is a lovely flip on that idea as well. Um. So yeah, I think
0: there are a lot of feminist um feminist themes running through it. Most definitely. But before we get to the feminist themes, he's <laughs> he's alleged that there are women willing to sell their bodies, and he drives over on to the hookers. <laughs> to right, forget a the feminist Manhattan. theme. Get
2: the hookers involved. Um, drives to Manhattan. Is he dressed as a doctor at this point? No, he's not. He's dressed in a lovely suit, big glasses, and I I
1: love that he puts his serial killer glasses on for yeah. his expedition. At no point other than when murdering prostitutes. Does he wear serial killer glasses? But he's like, well, I'm going to murder some prostitutes. Better put these bad boys on. In the
2: yeah. 1990s, nobody probably knew that those were like serial killer glasses. People were just like, oh, they top of the range. But now, yeah, looking back... It? Well, that's why I was
1: killer saying that many serial killers in the 90s, they were buying the glasses and <laughs> <True>. just <laughs> true. driving them insane.
2: Yeah. So he starts talking to one sex worker and sort of explains that he's going to need... Lots of girls for a big party. For a big party, was with his, with his friend. Is that how he explains it? That's um, his brother, <laughs> who's been ill? <laughs> yeah. yeah, My brother's been ill. He's had a bad time. Nothing could, nothing could be better for him than six women at once.
0: And then when, um, when the first person is that Amber who approaches first. Oh, yeah, I think so. You know, gives him the name Jersey Boy, and is straight away, check a look at the merchandise shirts yeah. down. Alice, what was your what was your phrase for the for address? Starts late, and finishes early. This one <laughs> yeah, finishes. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> this one starts, doesn't start or finish. This one's mm. on half day. This dress.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, but in order for him to to acquire the services of as many girls as that, they're gonna need to go and pay a visit to the pimp to ask. I guess ask what are you doing, ask him for his permission? Um so there's a guy called Zorro, and this this interior is terrifying. Like, just imagine walking into this place, the tightest corridors, everybody staring at you, the loads of interesting characters smoking, drinking, up in your face. Uh, you, and then, have you both and, been there?
0: Have you ever been one of these things where you walk into a place quite confidently and then realise it's a bit rougher and tougher than you are?
2: Oh hell yes! Oh hell yes! Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, just like can I leave? It's too late.
0: (laughs) I feel suddenly threatened.
2: (laughs) I feel suddenly threatened. And also, like the the pimp is like, mate. I I, let's just say his office is is a toilet. It's the bathroom? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Step step
2: into my office, and he's a big. He's a big guy, and he like immediately puts his arm around Jeffrey and brings him in close, um, and basically says it's going to. What's he saying? Like, says it's going to cost you. Um, it's going to cost they, you, but Jeffrey doesn't seem short of money, so he's like, "Don't worry, I got money. That's fine." Flashing the cash, uh, and it's going to be like, is it the next night? Is that essentially what they're going to do? Well, yeah, to I think he plans night?
0: it for the next day because then this, I think, it's after they make the arrangements.
1: Oh, so um, it has to be on a certain day because there's a big storm coming. Yes, we see on the coming. weather yeah. the storms that, on the way, right? Um, the Electrical weatherman. Storm. Um, Who's this weatherman? Um, he um, he didn't sing the Monster Mash, but he did the Monster Mash album, and he was like a radio and TV personality. He had like a little horror show, so he it was oh, like wow. a little camera. Um, yeah. Like I want to say his name's like John. Yes, uh, John. Yeah, John Zachary. Yeah. Um, so if you saw him, he would be like instantly like recognizable. Oh wow! Uh, he
2: says. Um. Obviously, it's going to be lots of electric. There's going to be electrical storm. Great for all of you, mad doctors out there, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, it says.
1: Uh, he did voice work for films and recorded a top ten novelty rock and roll song, "Dinner with Drac." Novelty. (laughs) (laughs) Novelty. Novelty
0: About that. Um.
1: But yeah, he did shock theater. Um. Which was a TV show in the yeah. He had.
0: I didn't know who he was, but the second, like, I think it's framed in such a way that the second you see him, this is a guy. This is clearly like some, a well known guy that we're like, we know who this is. This guy you'll find in other things.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's why it has to be on a specific day because there's a big electrical storm coming. There's
0: a big electrical storm coming. And I think this is where, after the arrangements have been made and he's off to work out his plan. It's seeing the drugs that Zorro is also dealing, as well as being a pimp. He's a he's a double threat. He does drugs and prostitution. It's not just triple a threat.
1: Trick, he
0: really. does stabbings as well. He does. Does violent crime as well. Does he? So yeah. this is no, where I don't know if he stabs
1: him. anyone, but he's certainly no, he does. Yeah. He's 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 a
0: he's a big mingo. <laughs> he punches Frank Knooker's head off later on. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: so he has big punches as well as stabs, but um, this is where I think we have the scene where we have the TV like the Trisha's on and we have them talking about the you know the real um, street. Casey isn't it
1: in basket case that's the character's name there you Casey. go
0: and she's there talking about and what is the they have like a they have like an organization and it's got like a fun acronym what is it Does anyone remember
1: oh um... it's,
0: it's hooker isn't it it's like
1: yeah. Some...
2: Oh God, what is it? it the acron- acronym is Hooker, but I can't remember what
0: it stands for. God damn it! But it, it's this like so... it's a, like it's like a positive one. It's like honing our knowledge yeah. of something. Like it's something along. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it, it's it it's like a, that. yeah. It, so it's about protecting these women in this. Uh...
2: Hold on to our knowledge of equal rights. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> I it's knew I'd so, find it. All well, out to Google. so
2: good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. But did it's you really
1: Google for that? And what is the like, search
2: history? Hooker acronym Frankenhooker. Oh. And it was maybe result number six. I have, to have a little hold bit on strong. to our
0: knowledge of equal rights. Very yeah. good. Good. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that, this is when he is agreeing with the television sort of chat show while She's developing. Right. <laughs> he's he's right. Don't shut her up. Um, yes. Yeah, so while he's agreeing with that, this is when he's making his super crack, super crack. big, massive. Ooh. And again, he sort of positions it as a kindness, saying, "Look, I'm losing my morality here, and to bring to bring Elizabeth back, I am going to have to commit murders, and people are going to have to die." But he sort of pauses. Goes, but at least it'll be painless.
2: <laughs> so what does he do? He takes the crack from Zorro and uses the chem, like basically, bases his chemical, to some sort of science. He uses on it. his amazing first science. engineers,
1: it basically, yeah. and then makes it deadly.
2: Super crack. And they test it on a guinea pig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he talks to the gu- talks to the guinea pig. As oh, if you're so sexy.
0: <laughs> if I if I was a guinea pig, I'd be in there in that cage with you as well. Can have a it's have a her... little blast on this super crack. And then we get to understand how it's going to function because the guinea pig immediately explodes.
2: Yeah. And you think, surely that's not going to happen
0: to all of those ladies, isn't it? Yeah. Surely not. Well, we don't we don't know. We're gonna have to find out. But that's okay. You don't have to wait long because the party comes up pretty quickly because pretty soon we're on the next day and we get I mean, we get fed a lot of lines that we'll hear a little bit later in the film where and yeah. um, they have a bit of a get together. Hey, Jersey got... boy. Yeah. This here is Dr. Jeff. He's a Jersey, Do- Dr. Jersey boy here, wants to play doctor. And then we get an extensive scene of, of Jeffrey measuring women's body parts. Yeah. yeah. Measuring and, um, body parts.
1: Putting ticks and crosses <laughs> and being like, oh, so close.
2: These legs are absolutely perfect. I've never seen a leg this good. Looking at someone's like horrible lasered off tattoo. Well, not lasered off, it's like burnt on tattoo. Yeah, yeah they've got like the Zorro arms. This is very
0: unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Yeah, it's good and if not poking people in the nipples to see what the rebound is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what does he say? He said something about great buoyancy. That is, I mean, that is cl- <laughs> that is that's got me the the closest close up of a nipple in cinema history, right?
0: Can't think of any more. Not, not, not from, not from your mainstream cinema that you don't just watch. If you can think
1: of a closer nipple close-up, then write to us. Yes (laughs)
0: please get in touch on the socials. Um, Takes up the
2: old screen, you know. If you're watching that in 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 4K, it'd be insane. Watching that That could
0: be. I mean, I guess this scene probably talking about the inspirations of this film and the impact it had on cinema. I guess the idea of this being a lovely meat cute with him poking at these ladies boobs and measuring Mm. their measuring their thighs and their and their their height and every other measurement you can imagine um, would probably be the inspiration for that love actually scene where that couple get together, right, Martin Freeman and so on as well, Mm. simulating that's probably what inspired that, a lovely meat cute in a otherwise simulated sexual situation I reckon, it's probably what they went for (laughs) yeah So obviously, all of these
2: girls are go, kind of go along with it, enjoying themselves. Uh, thinking it's all a bit silly. Thinking it's like a role play scenario, I guess. Uh, little did they know, of course, that um, of of the plans that Jeffrey has. But he begins to have a little bit of second thoughts. He starts because he finds them all so and...
0: nice and charming. Because like I said, <laughs> oh, "Have you? <laughs> They're having some banter with him. So, oh, do you want to take my temperature, Doc? I got... you bet you got a massive thermometer." And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> Very kind to you. You're all so nice. He's like, I oh, he and he loses it, doesn't he? He's like, I can't do it. You're all so nice, I can't pick. Because obviously in his mind, whoever he picks, he's gonna have to mm. murder with super
2: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So he starts to have second faults Um starts to go back on it and then the girls almost say, Well, you're still gonna pay us, aren't you? And he's like, Oh, I'm not talking about he money. I'm talking take about life it, and death. Take the money. <laughs> take the money. And they give, they, he gives them the money and they obviously are very happy with the amount but of money forgotten. there is.
1: He's forgotten the supercracks in the money money yeah. bag. And, and
2: literally, when they see it, their they reaction are... to the
1: super crack is insane. Yeah. <laughs> the party's not over yet.
0: Yeah. And they pretty much pin him they down. get one of they the finest
1: it's... cinematic moments in history.
0: Yeah. I tell you what, if you do listen to this, and I mean, why would you having not seen this movie? I mean, maybe this film isn't for you, but I'm pretty sure this particular scene is probably available as a standalone on YouTube, even if you don't have the desire to watch the entire film, Frankenhooker, which, spoilers for our ratings, you really should, Um, you can watch this one scene, and it is much like the crack crystallising all of those wonderful, delicious chemical compounds this crystallizes everything in this film because he is delivering some great lines. The rock music is, the devil's music, no! Don't do <laughs> yeah. And have, I've been done, you'll die, get away from it. And then just these these women going absolutely wild on this super crack.
2: And, she, um, and I think Jeffrey says, you're like cats on catnip. Yeah. They're going wild for super crack. Um, and it's like, despite the fact of everything that happens, it's like there's no gore in this scene. It's literally, they're exploding like um, like pyrotechnics going off, aren't they? That's the kind of explosions and their body parts are literally just breaking off.
1: <laughs> I think there might have originally been an idea to add blood and guts, but um, I think that they probably already knew that they weren't going to get a, like a rating, like they were, it was going to be... <laughs> high yeah. rating so uh, I think the special effects guy was a bit sad that there was no blood Aww. and guts, but, yeah that is a shame yeah. it? also it um, came off you know fairly the, perfectly do you know without the story it? of um what what do the Americans have is it the what's their rating system NP Oh yeah MPA?
0: No. Yeah, yeah. It, it is it is something like him. I'm just so um, conditioned to B.B.F. Anyway,
1: right the censor the, the, the rang um, Frank Henning Lasser up and went, and, oh, it's uh, it's rated S. And he was like, it's a new rating. And he was like, oh, what, what's that then? For sex? And they went, no, for shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're from a professional film rating body. I don't expect you to phone me up to do, like, cruel jokes. Piece of work. <laughs> Oh. wow
1: for, sh- for shit
0: but it's s for shit anyway oh, good are
1: they? Good where are they now dead <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. they're explode they, they exploded after super- taking a bit of super crack at least it was painless, um, though. yeah and obviously the-, the cuts from like somebody smoking the super crack being a little bit unwell that then suddenly exploding are like amazing it's incredibly yeah. jarring, but in like the best possible way.
0: Quickly turning from a live woman with some smoke coming out of her clothes to a definite model exploding like a Power Rangers body. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And it
1: I goes, on for, it. Yeah. It goes
0: know, on for ages. Yeah, it goes on for ages. you got to get
1: those body parts.
2: Mm. Until he's surrounded by a sea of body parts and he's just like, I'm so sorry, oh my God.
0: And the pimp Zorro comes like, to walk I'm in.
1: Gonna... I'm going to put you back together. I've
0: got to do something first but um. Yeah, yeah. I am, I've got things I on, am, like like on
1: my you. schedule.
0: I am going to do it. And Zorro has walked him through because he was coming and he was getting frustrated. They were taking too long. And he storms into the room to see what's going on, only to get a little bonk on the head from another head that has been exploded at him. <laughs> is, it, is it like knocking
1: Not the kind of head? head he wanted? No. But <laughs> he was thinking it, out, in his life as does, a pimp,
0: thinking of head. He's not thinking... A decapitated head is gonna smash me in the face and knock me unconscious. So that's what really you got this evening. Out.
2: It does knock him clean out, doesn't it? Cause, he, cause yeah. he manages to get away. Um Jeffrey. I do like um Zorro's downfall after this. <laughs> What's yeah. a pimp without his girls? is that what he says? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's Zorro's arc is he has a great bout of depression. Yeah. After all of his after <laughs> Nothing all of left his left to live for all of his like stable uh exploded, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeffrey gathers up uh, as many parts as he can and goes back to the lab ahead of the storm, and he does keep promise. Them he puts up and, he, and again, I I love his habit of like talking to these <laughs> let's yeah. face it parts of women mm-hmm. as if they are still living people are like don't worry everybody I'll put you back together and I- I'll put you all in this estrogen based bath and it'll keep your 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 parts alive but today it has to be about Elizabeth I'll fix you all later but today she is the priority this is her night mm. and he puts it together fair enough isn't it with all the parts that he's ticked and all the different <laughs> elements of the different people because Say what you want about Jeffrey, but he's he's had a plan and he is going to stick to it. Now that he's got there, he's picked all of his favorite parts from all of them.
1: Hmm. I'm no scientist, but she goes up in one outfit and comes down another. (laughs) (laughs) What outfit does she go up in? Uh, uh, Like when when she goes up, she's like I don't know. She's wearing just like a bed, like a uh, like nightgown or something, but she comes down in like a sexy outfit. So I don't yeah. know. He didn't put Light- her
2: in that Lightly and that He didn't you. give
1: her purple hair either. You know, she Is that, had to, do
2: the, is that to do with the estrogen stuff? Because the estrogen-based stuff that's keeping yes, the body parts is like purple. Yeah. So I guess, but it is a yeah. great like choice, isn't it, for the purple hair? It's
0: like it's super,
2: super distinctive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good, it's a good look. I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm not a Benjamin Franklin. I don't know the full properties of lightning. Anything that we don't understand, maybe it's that. The mysterious powers of lightning have have finished those off. That's what makes the purple areolas and the and the hair yeah. the general tinging.
1: Everybody knows lightning makes you slutty. Yeah, <laughs> Just, turns there. your
2: outfit. We've all been there during a lightning storm. We've gone oh, suddenly. I feel like wearing something skimpy. Uh, okay, but yeah, it works. He brings he he manages to bring her back to life. However, she seems a little bit different a little bit odd and it's almost like she's like an amalgamation of these personalities of all the women whose body parts that make him up but in the most simple simple terms she can only really communicate in a few uh, choice phrases.
0: She's like an action figure and that's her, those are the phrases that she's come programmed with. Want a party? Want some company? Got any money? Want a date? Got
1: any money? Want a date?
0: Yeah and the yeah. facial expression um, as well the what, how would you yeah. represent this facial facial expression <laughs> Yeah very very good sorry for anyone not watching the video we're all doing it
1: <laughs> um the it. VHS there was a special copy where it had a button you could press and it went one a day which helped
0: <laughs> Oh my
2: god that's amazing
1: <laughs> which helped it's release because it didn't do very well I didn't have a wide release and it didn't do very well. It didn't make its budget back. Um, but oh partly God. through um, endorsement of, uh, of uh, Bill Murray and um, the video sales and release and the, the button that said wide um it kind of uh, spread a bit. Yeah. I wouldn't Franklin, say that
0: who- I'm a big person for getting special editions or collectibles of, of anything, but with that, piece of trivia alice i finally found something that i yeah. might have to go to the ends of the earth to i think obtain.
2: I, f- I think i found it it's going for some serious money Penny. but oh. but vhs uh-huh. to- talking box. well actually i say serious money 90 pounds which is yeah it it says with talking box so i'm assuming
0: that yeah is it yeah yeah i'll tell you what oh i don't have children to look after <laughs> i don't need i don't i'm not addicted to any money
1: <laughs> yeah. <Can't anybody. laughs>
2: yeah. could be worse you could be spending on super crack yeah uh yeah so but she pretty much immediately leaves does not she what, what what happens to jeffrey him. oh yeah yeah, because she's got any money And he's like what what are you doing no. I, I do like how her instant response to someone saying
0: that they they don't want a date or they don't want
2: or they don't have any money is just to knock them out
0: yeah yeah and this is brilliant method acting of traditional frankenstein she does a big like frankenstein from the from the classic adaptation of, of from hammer a big snarl and a grab and a throw that's that's the frankenstein moveset. yeah
1: oh
0: move yeah and she's from
1: this point on the movie also really elevates i know the the scene where all the prostitutes blow up is like, but she is so good. Her mm. facial expressions and her mannerisms, and everything, is, her physical comedy is just amazing. Mm. She's really good.
0: Yeah, is she also- is to, she is to physical comedy what um, Cassandra Peterson, aka Elvira, is to like pun work when it comes to yeah. horror movies of the era. So well put together, so well timed. It's an absolute masterclass, yeah, of, of, of genre acting. And I'm not really. saying that facetiously. I genuinely mean it.
1: Yeah, she, I think she's great. I think she's really, really funny. Yeah, this sort of like unhuman, like you know, confused, like what, what is? Because she's parts of everyone, and she's experiencing. It all of them at the same time. And her drive is just like, I've got to make money for my pimp. So I've got to go and find people. And this is my my motivation, my drive. And just these like weird like little twitches and ticks that she does is so funny.
0: Brilliant. And just looking at this, I am you know astounded slash disheartened with the fact that Patty Mullen, at least according to a letterbox page, is in Three movies, and I think all the yeah, them I was before at that, yeah.
2: this, she was in Doom Asylum and then Frankenhooker, and
0: then it says she was just in The Equalizer in a TV show. So in, I've got yeah. strange toys, um, oh. in here as well, which I'd never heard of. She's and she's only a voice in that. Um, so it's such a you know, obviously, I don't know the her personal history, but I'm astounded if she continued acting that she didn't get more genre work yeah. because I think she's brilliant in this.
1: Yeah, she's really fun. She was a, she was a model as well, though, so I'm sure she had a uh, very probably busy with that career. Yeah.
2: Uh, so she makes her way pretty much back to Manhattan and back to, um, the the street where uh, Jeffrey picked up all of the girls. Um, she just makes a sort of uh, like a ho-
0: like as a homing beacon. She goes all the way back. Uh, I guess from yeah, the all... memory of all of her parts, right? And she attacks yeah. some people along the way. She meets some tourists who she again Frankenstein attacks. Like, ah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: They love it though. People are taking photos of her. People are like,
2: well into it, including this little little um Danny DeVito looking guy who's who's absolutely amazed by her. And he immediately <laughs> it's the woman of his involved. dreams one of his dreams. He he wanted like, but the way every, even on the subway, everyone's looking at her like, obviously because I guess she's got scars on her body and she's
0: pale. To, is that a, you look at pale people? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think if you've got if you've got a type, and I'm not ruling myself out of this, Ben. Then you know, absolutely. And this this little wee man here, who sees it, this Danny DeVito guy, <laughs> little he wee man, absolutely is into it even though you know overtly based on her catchphrases she is a sex worker asks if he wants a date as asks, asks if he has any money and takes him straight off to the yeah. apartment that zorro has i feel like this is the way he would have wanted sister. to go out as well because he seems in
2: well, in ecstasy he's, he's, right? he's fine with it moments.
1: like his his head is still slightly uh conscious when he blows up and he's like great
0: but he's like, like wow! I had a brilliant time. Yeah, this that was is literally brilliant. Ted on the best. Ten. Yeah, so I mean, this is—I mean, I guess instilled by the electricity that she's absolutely chockers with. Um, she does have sex with the um, what's the right terminology? I think she—I think his ty- his character is like he is her Frankenhookers, like Mark or John or something along those lines. So she takes him there, does some sex with him, so good and electric that he. Explodes a bit like she did at the start of the film, but he yeah. does it with electricity. He does gets the all exploded.
2: Seven heads happy. Um Yeah, and on the way out, doesn't someone try and kiss her as well? And then she explodes them too. Or... Yes. <laughs> yeah. And throws Why him not? through the glass. Oh, Lovely yeah.
0: single plane, nineteen ninety, like glass that you can throw someone through, easy as you like.
2: Hmm. Um. So then she goes. Does she go straight to a bar now? Is this when she goes to a bar? She goes
0: to the same bar that we saw earlier, where yeah. Spike the bartender I guess shows that we have some of Elizabeth memories in there as well, because she's eating a big old bowl of pretzels and she says, Hey, yeah. go easy on those pretzels, and she has go a big growl. Go easy at her. on
2: the pretzels. <clears throat> and then we've got Zorro sat at the bar all depressed as <laughs> well.
1: <laughs> Just
0: like it's yeah. never gonna be the same again. Yeah. Um, yeah he's like woe is me he's like Billy Mitchell on Christmas day and EastEnders, looking miserable because a tragedy has occurred um, and he looks over and he sees there's a man that goes chatting um, Frank and Hooker up and um, oh yeah and he's he's telling about all the things he would like to give her and how he can take her away from this place he goes look an example of what I'm willing to offer how about I nosh you off here in the here in the bar? Um, unfortunately, it doesn't go too well for him because Jesus. he gets he gets an electrocuting, doesn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And she's unfortunately on one of her arms got uh, her pimp's A Zorro Zed. tattoo. It's yeah. weird that he, and he kept that
2: arm, isn't it?
0: Yeah, because he would weird. have found it imperfect. Yeah, maybe they Maybe, maybe they all had, had one. all the
1: right arms had Zed's. Yeah. yeah, so he
0: had to he had to compromise on that one, did Jeffrey, when he was making um, and... a new body for Elizabeth. Um, so Zorro comes over, and fair play, fair play to Zorro, because you know he's inv- involved in criminal activities, but fair he is able to, to suspend his disbelief, and he immediately goes, "That's not your arm; that's someone else's arm. Your average Joe on the street." I <laughs> They would just say it's impossible. Someone else has just copied this tattoo, but he makes sure, what may yeah. seem to some crazy. But in this case, the correct leap to say that's someone else's arm, and you're somehow made up of an amalgamation of several other people's bodies. It's because he recognizes.
2: Immediately, he recognizes her saying like everything that his girls would say or
0: used to say. Mm-hmm. He's like, I recognize that.
1: What's so he was me? paying attention <laughs> to him. He puts yeah, two I'm and two
0: together. That. Yeah. He gets exactly the right number. So he confronts us straight away and he wants to know what's going on. A bit of an altercation goes and we, he does lose the moral high ground here a little bit, because he does punch her head off.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, what, what, does he, um, what does he do? Like punches her and her head almost comes off. Is that what happens? Yeah, here? her head sort of it, rocks it,
0: backwards. Yeah rocks,
1: yeah,
0: rocks back. And there's loads so... of electricity coming out and basically yeah. exploding the bar. And meanwhile, Jeffrey has
1: figured out he's come to after she knocked him out yeah. driven there and was like oh no she's gone back there hmm. and fortunately uh goes to this bar just as this is happening to pick up the pieces um yeah and uh,
0: sticks red back on everyone else nice. has fled i mean he gets there having had like he has sort of the opposite search of the streets that uh, elizabeth had right like earlier right because he's going up to hey my girlfriend she's around here she's real sick have you seen her she is really tall and purple <laughs> she's really tall and purple yeah. like, I mean, and- one
2: guy says something in swedish he goes what is that swedish, you talking swedish to me Some has got you a swedish you're talking swedish to me in times square God are
0: <laughs> <laughs> some kind of some Swede. Get out of some here. some kind of
2: Swede. I love how you can identify Swedish.
0: Great. Yeah, And I also love how, you know, genuinely credited in the film's cast, uh, the second person who gives him advice is literally called Batman Shirts. <laughs> can you just, is... just give me
2: a character name. Just give me a character name. Call me yeah. Johnny or something. No,
0: Avind Haram is... Batman shirt. <laughs> Recurring uh, character? And... Yeah. Actually, main character he's in he's in four films. Night That's Hawks. Batman shirt. <laughs> Sol- the soldier. Oh god. William <laughs> Phil. Um and then Frankenhooker as his yeah. primary role, Batman shirt. Yeah. Um but yeah, when Jeffrey does find that he grabs a um did Zorro flee after electricity started flying or does he get knocked out again? How does she evade Zorro in this? Um isn't it just like
1: busy and chaotic and
0: yeah sounds about right. So Panicking. Jeffrey grabs just, her just get away, escapes yeah. and oh, bring... but
1: Zorro has paid attention to that. Yeah. He seen he's a little
0: he's picking up little details. Not only has he got a very Poirou-y mustache, he's got his skills of observation as well.
1: I mean, you you got to be hyper vigilant as an evil pimp.
0: <laughs> in the nineteen in nineteen ninety in New York, I imagine there's no tougher market. You've really got to have your wits about you. Um, so yeah, on he goes, and he he's following them along, but he's following at a safe distance, which gives Jeffrey enough time to get Elizabeth back home, give her a little bit of fine tuning, um, give her a bit more electricity, and then. She kind of comes to herself, right? She's not having any more. Yeah. She's not coming to any more, like any more of her phrases. And she is, she's basically Elizabeth again. Her consciousness has asserted itself. And she's like, I what's uh, Jeffrey, what's what's going on here? So she's like, she seems happy. She's
1: not she best seems pleased, just... to be honest.
0: Yeah. At first, the initial she seems delight happy. about being yeah. alive again is quickly overrun by. This isn't my breasts. This isn't my legs and arm. This isn't. This is definitely not my arm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and
2: then she starts to understand what he's bloody done. How did you even get these body parts? What have you done? Um. And he's trying to explain himself, but Zorro, who's followed them home, is now doing a little sneak into the laboratory. No one notices him, and he <laughs> chops he pick Jeffrey's up? head off. Chops Jeffrey's head off. He has a Oh, yeah, with ease. Just plops it off. Um, Yeah,
0: and then he grabs... And I told you, triple threat,
1: stabbing. Yeah, stabbing, oh,
0: macheteing. That's uh, grade it's... A stabbing as well. I think sometimes when you get to a third skill, you think, well, you're not so good at that one. Yeah. As a guy's head straight off, the Zorro. Uh,
1: he's, Jeffrey he's done
0: yeah. um, of done. Yeah. Second best swordsman Elizabeth. that we've heard of with that name.
1: I mean, Zorro <laughs> is just really yeah. interested in the head trauma-based murder. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. He? That's he's, that's his thing. Do. Being Nothing a pimp and and cutting people's heads off <laughs> one way or another.
0: But that's what he's all about. Unfortunately, of all the things that Zorro is prepared for as <laughs> an evil pimp in New York City in 1990, what he's not prepared for is. A big fridge full of reanimated lady parts. Mm. Uh, you, you know. Yeah, this is this is amazing. So he's trying to drag Elizabeth
2: away, basically saying most of your new body belongs to me. So now you belong to me. Um, but the spare parts—they've also been reanimated by the storm. They've merged into various grotesque, mul- multiple-limbed monsters, um, and they all wow. grab hold. Of it's Zorro a slightly
0: ice. sexier version of the thing, isn't
2: it? It is a slightly sexier version of the thing, yeah. You're right.
1: Yeah. The Fang. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent work.
2: <laughs> the Fang. <laughs> and they drag, they drag Zorro into the storage cooler to his per, presumable means- death, but they do grab all of the drugs as well and bring them in. So, you know, yeah. whatever's going on in that cooler is going to be a good time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. For everyone involved,
1: and, um I—I I feel like that's an appropriate end to Zorro.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he died
0: really... as he lived.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, and then we get the final scene, which is uh. uh well, well, like
0: yeah, like I guess this is Elizabeth's time now, and this is where we get, I think, a wonderful and heartwarming and encouraging message of, of equality and of female empowerment here, because now. Looking at Jeffrey's disembodied head and it shows they're a good match all along because Elizabeth stops and comes over and says, oh Jeffrey, what's happened to you? But don't worry I think I can fix of, it. You left loads of great notes. Yeah, and we see You've Jeffrey left... just wake up. Well. <laughs> Jeffrey yeah. wakes up and he's alive again. Elizabeth now dressed in the doctor. She's got the little light reflecting thing that doctors have but I don't know what it's actually for on their head. It's for <laughs> reflecting light, right? When you're saying, ah, oh, shiny. It yes, your face.
1: It's, it's so that you can see things better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so doctors don't get run over when they're walking on the road. Headlights will reflect off them. Um. Yeah, so Jeffrey wakes up and he goes, oh, What's going on? It's okay, Jeffrey. You left extensive notes And Elizabeth, very happy that they can live together and she's brought him back and she basically repeats what he mm. has said to her when when she when she was brought back to life. Um but as we know, Chekhov's estrogen-based um reanimation fluid, it only works on women's bodies. So when so
1: she couldn't use old sexy Zorro
0: Yeah, they could could not give him Zorro's or sexy body. Or his own body. 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 No. Nope. Yeah. He's he's been given a sexy lady body <laughs> to live in. And, he, and so, he's and he, not best we, pleased. We, no. <laughs> what oh, happened to my Johnson? Oh no! What happened to my Johnson? We've all had that yeah. dream, right? I've had that dream. You had that dream, right? <laughs> he, he woke up stitched to a sexy lady, body and worried Willie's gone.
2: <laughs> At least
0: once a week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and on that magical note, we yeah. end what has been a cinematic tour de force which Ooh, if you haven't watched it already, minutes. even with us t- describing it in detail to you, go and watch it anyway, I think. And if you have already watched it, use this as a prompt to go and watch it again. It's ever so yeah. fun. Yeah. It's fun times. Uh, Andy, have you got any name game for oh, Frank I've Oh, I've got some name game for Frank and Hooker. Are you ready? I'm, I'm going to let Alice you take the sorry, this. You don't need the game explaining, do you? You know. No. <laughs> Right, Ben, give me the synopsis for you, and then we'll we'll go for it.
2: Uh okay. So the synopsis for Frank and Hooker, nineteen ninety. Frank and a lot of movie is um a medical student sets out to recreate his decapitated fiance by building her a new body made of Manhattan Street prostitutes. Something
0: along those lines. Okay, a New jersey scientist rebuilds his decapitated girlfriend with the body parts of a five-time wcw world champion i cannot believe you've done this
2: (laughs) (laughs) i was literally i was literally (laughs) writing down name game and i said to charlie i should do one like this and then i went "Well, actually i don't know i'm not entirely sure if anyone's gonna know who that is but thank you very much for doing that it's franken
0: booker t and Booker T, very um... good.
1: <laughs> I have you, have I, you... I crossed
2: it out from my list because I was like, what was it?" going to say?
1: Too niche. I, I was like, I'm not going to get a wrestling one, but I, I know who that is. So. You know that? <laughs> I know who I did, that
2: is. It wasn't. It wasn't I disrespected either of you in a way. I was just not sure. I thought it was going to be maybe too niche, but I'm glad you both know I'm who happy. Booker T is. <laughs> <laughs> Spinneroonies <laughs> for everyone.
0: Yeah, Have you got one, Ben? Because otherwise I've got a reference which I feel, and again, no disrespect to you, I think this my next one may fall definitely into Alice's wheelhouse based on something she described today. Do it. Go for it. Don't um, worry about me. So a, a New Jersey scientist goes to resurrect his decapitated girlfriend using the body parts of a slightly maverick television uh, detective who shoots first and asks, asks questions later played by William Shatner.
1: Uh, what, what, what was it, Starskin <laughs> Hutch? No, I don't
0: know. <laughs> it is. I mean, now you've finished Perry Mason, maybe go on and enjoy yourself yeah. a series or two of Franken TJ Hooker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> oh, yes. That's Bill Shatner. Yes. Yeah, of course.
2: These <laughs> are great so far,
0: Andy. you got any Ben, I could go on. I'm,
2: I'm just going to let you go on. There's no
0: point oh, in jumping in. A um a New Jersey scientist resurrects um well, originally plans to resurrect his girlfriend in a beautiful purple outfit, but he accidentally resurrects a sex worker in a different purple outfit uh, with a skull ring, and he's played by um oh no, what's the actor who plays that character? He has the power of ten tigers, um, and he is played in a film by
2: power of ten tigers
0: um yeah he's friends (laughs) with flash gordon and he's in like pulp comics and he was played by billy zane in a 1990 superhero movie the phantom so the film is called
1: phantom
0: Phantom hooker Hooker. phantom hooker very good. good it's good has he really got a power of ten tigers he does have the power of ten tigers yes
2: that's a lot isn't it so many tigers yeah, yeah there's a lot. Can't even find What couldn't
0: that. you do if you had the power of ten tigers behind you, the beast calling brother the ghost who walks? Um, anyway, um, as for a, another one, uh, a New Jersey scientist brings back his girlfriend after she is decapitated, however not wishing to kill um, any sex workers, he brings her back um, with some leftover chickens. Um from a local farm. Left over. Just some chicken parts. Chicken bits. Yeah. Um, chicken bits. Giblets. <laughs> so he makes her, not a Franken brings her back as
1: Frankenclucker?
0: <laughs> Frankenclucker, very good.
1: Is that the answer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have yeah.
0: accepted Franken Franken. And... Uh, as well, okay. that would <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would also have accepted that. Uh, there you go. That—that's my That's my—that was those the those the ones I had. Those my prime real estate for this oh, week. Wonderful. Either ten. of you okay. got any? Do you want to throw out there? I struggled. They're all pretty basic. Let um, me see if I can. Yeah, I feel like of all okay. the guests we have, Alice is usually one we can rely upon for an issue of name game. Yeah, you'd hope so. I'd
1: forgo- you? Do you know I've forgotten about the name game, but as soon as you
0: mentioned it, I was like, "Oh yeah, name
2: game." <laughs> oh stuck yeah, stuck get stuck in. H- okay, how about a medical student sets out to recreate his decapitated fiance by building a new body made out of pieces of a famous SpongeBob SquarePants character, Little Green Feller. Oh,
0: Plankton Hooker,
2: correct. Plankton <laughs> Hooker, very good.
1: Um... <laughs> uh,
2: how about <laughs> Wait I don't know where I'm going This is really coming off the top of the dome uh, okay. a, a medical student sets out to recreate his a fiance by building her a new body Made out of parts of A famous EastEnders character Played by Mike Reed
1: Frank <laughs> so- and Frank- Franken-butcher. Bu-
2: Franken-butcher. Franken-butcher.
0: <laughs> Frank butcher hooker. Very good. Um, <laughs> so in a, an act of spiralling criminality, when a scientist tries to bring back his decapitated girlfriend with um, various criminal parts, the result is someone who still says, got any money? Got any money? But they're making you do it. They're asking you for money to give you your stolen, kidnapped children back. Who's that? Ransom hooker. Ransom hooker. Very good. (laughs) Mel Gibson.
2: (laughs) Gary Sinise's (laughs) voice.
0: Give me the money. (laughs)
2: Wow. Oh, I don't know. I can't. Alice, I feel like
0: you're on the cusp of having one.
1: I'm, I'm trying to make it work. Um, On the cusp of I
0: greatness. Can't remember
1: what the pre- I can't remember what the preamble is, but a New Jersey medical student—technically, he's not a medical student, but we won't go into that. He's—he's been—he's a failed medical student, but anyway, <laughs> New Jersey medical student tries to put his decapitated girlfriend back together, but he accidentally uses the sixty-sixth president of the United States. <laughs> what is it Franken? <laughs> Franklin Hoover. Uh, no, it's Benjamin Franklin Hoover. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Benjamin,
0: Benjamin,
1: Benjamin Franklin, Franklin Hooker. for <laughs> the lightning theme. Oh. You know.
0: That's best. End, one. On a,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> End on that note. Perfect. <laughs> All we have to oh, do. Imagine if you ideal. did
1: accidentally use the sixty-sixth president of the United States yeah. rather than yeah. Benjamin <laughs> Wait, you.
0: Benjamin Franklin. The 66th
1: Only like 45 presidents, 26 maybe, six president. I
0: I? I just believe you. Oh, yeah, in the future, there's another Benjamin Franklin.
1: Yeah, well, we had um Grover Cleveland twice, didn't we?
0: Yeah, exactly. It'll come back around, sure will. The reanimated, do you
1: know what? The reanimated hooker corpse of Benjamin Franklin will be the 66th president. (laughs) Predicted, what a date!
0: Pull this episode out of the archives at that time and it'll be like, what yeah. a prof- what a strange piece of media to be so prophetic. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, you guys are trendsetters, aren't you? Well, trend adjacent, so, yeah, trend we'll, adjacent,
0: it'll be, so we'll that. nailed that. Well done. So, I mean, we're gonna rate the movie, but first let's pose those other questions that we were going to ask and came up throughout the show. So, is Frankenhooker a wonderful piece of feminist feminist media or is it horrible and misogynist. What are you what are you going for? What's your judgment on this one? Uh, uh,
1: may i, I
0: yeah. okay. go for it, Alice. Go for it.
1: Okay. Um I think there is enough in here. I think the intention is that I think it's tongue in cheek and I think it is meant to it is ultimately a story about female empowerment and having control over your own body and actually I think it's very fitting that she does to Jeffrey what he has done to her and he's outraged at that as like this is immoral and stuff like yeah but you did it to me like you know (laughs) you know but now it's equality. we'll have a lovely lovely relationship and I still love you Uh, but ultimately yeah I I think it's nothing
2: yeah I'll accept you and you accept me and the fact that there's a scene where, like, the mass murder of loads of sex workers takes place, like, it never once feels like a mean-spirited film, does it? Not even for a second.
1: It, you know, it, it, it amazingly it never comes across mean-spirited. It always comes uh-huh. across as tongue-in-cheek and very knowing, and you yeah. know. But yeah, so, yeah. I don't I know. Think... I think there's, there are some t- some elements that maybe not, but also. I think some of that's, you know, I'm not sure the 90s was a great time for many people yeah. on sets and things, but you know, I, I think, think people answers, talk very yeah. fondly of Frank Cannon-Lotter, so he seems like an okay guy. And that's true
0: good. things are said in jest, and I think that is like, it's done very tongue-in-cheek, but I think there are mm. some actually progressive messages about this movie, certainly more than you would expect if you viewed this on title alone.
2: Yeah, yeah because I think the fact that I knew it was a Frank Henenlotter film kind of made me have certain expectations for it. But if I didn't know that and I heard it on title alone, I think you kind of it builds this idea in your head of what kind of kind of film is going to be, like a B movie with probably some yeah some mean spirited stuff. So the fact that it doesn't acro- come across like that is pretty pretty good. I'd recommend it to. I think it, of of all the of Frank Henenlotter's films, I probably would recommend it more so than Basket Case, even though I think Basket Case is great something about this i'll just really really enjoy
1: yeah i think uh, it's very accessible
2: yeah it's slightly more accessible i guess isn't it than like basket case and, yeah and, brain damage. and it's
1: it's very much a party film if you put this on if you went to see this in a summer a special screening or you put it on in a group of yeah. people you're going to have a good time
0: yeah mm. absolutely so, i mean where would you, where would you screen this if you could choose your venue for it? What would you Where, where would you want to screen Frankenhooker? What would be your ideal setting?
1: The Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> <laughs> well, no,
0: during
2: the Royal Variety Performance.
1: Get... Yeah, yeah. We'll Get just it take a sit break down, 85 break. Charles. Eighty-five minutes.
0: 85 mm-hmm. minutes we're going to put this on
2: in Times Square. Um... Get it in Times Square on some big screens. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. Oh yes. Brilliant. I think it's I, like. I'm... Any sort of tiny CD, um, yeah. little run. You want like a hundred the seat
1: venue? Yeah,
2: yeah, that'd be great. How are we gonna affect, gonna rate this? Um, on the so from A to F, pluses and minuses are allowed, of course. Where Where would you Where would you rate Frankenhooker, Alice?
1: I would. I would put it a B plus. I think it's. I think it's really fun. I think it's really. It's it's fun. There's lots of little cameos. There's lots of little like, nudges to other things. It's made with a lot of love, care and affection. And it is just fun. Mm.
0: Wonderful. What are, you saying, what are you saying, Andy? You know what, Ben? We've we've debated you know, all the worlds of film, how we rate them and whether we're rating them on the quality of the movie, the influence they have, the the skill, the overall spectacle of it, or just how much we enjoy them, and that's what I've always tried to stay true to, so hey, I love it it's so much fun, like it's such a fun movie Um, you know what, there's so many movies that are brilliantly made, uh, that are wonderful spectacles, but I'll never watch them again, or I don't need to watch them without several years gap in between, yeah I was at a loose end tomorrow, I'd put this on again it's so much fun, uh, I yeah. find it I find it delightful. How about you?
2: Uh, so I mean, initially I was just gonna, I was gonna give go for an A minus. Um, Have we talked I think to him up I, or down? I, think, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel maybe I'll sit in the middle, um, of between the two of you, because I think it's a fair, a fair rating. It usually takes quite a lot for me to go into the A territory, but I think this is well worth that. It was such a great time when I first saw it, and this time was just as much fun. Um, and again yeah i agree with you if if it was on say if i was flicking through tv channels or if, if someone someone's tv and it was on if i was the next tv Thank and frankenhooker was on you know i'd watch it and i've got to track down this this vhs um the talk box as well because what an addition to the collection but yeah it's a great performance is the effects are really good uh the script is as i mentioned the script before the script is top notch so yeah
0: I'll, I'll stick with an A-minus for that. And people who are looking around these things, if you've already got Alice, her, Frank and Hooker, Pin Bedroom, my birthday is in June, everybody, even with international shipping, you've got plenty of time at time of recording. Do get stuck in. <laughs> we'll have to have a little bit, um, see what we can yeah. find. Um, final question, though, we talked about it at the top of the show. We've seen the parallels between this and poor things, of course. <laughs> what What do you prefer? What's oh. your favourite? There can be only if highlander style. There can be only one. Which one are you saving?
1: Oh my god, that's really hard because oh, I really did enjoy the whole thing. Yeah, but um, I I think I think it requires a double bill. <laughs> a <laughs> double room, bill, would be in, great, yeah. There's room for both my children uh, here, <laughs> but um,
2: hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah, um... double bill. I mean. The the horror fan in me feels like leaning towards um Frank and Hooker a little bit more, but I did love poor things as well. Very, very different experiences, but at the same time both equally entertaining.
0: I'm gonna so be brave. I'm keeping Frank and the fence. that's it. <laughs> that's,
2: that's, that's that's get on the out, out of here the You're fence. <laughs> straight over it. Eat shit yeah. the fence. <laughs> yeah. Uh brilliant. Okay. That was Frank and Hooker, thanks so much for joining us again. Alice, thanks. where can our listeners you find... Me. You're you most welcome. Where can our listeners find you online, if you recommend uh,
1: Mostly, these days, if you are interested in d and I have um, a D&D show in Bristol, which is a monthly show, and our Instagram is tales underscore adventure, and there's lots of like behind-the-scenes stuff and skits and things on there, uh, which is fun. Um, but yeah, binned off Twitter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see a layer to it eat shit Elon come on eat um, shit, <laughs> um, uh, I mean while we're there Alice I mean talk to us a little bit more about this mostly because I'm interested if the listeners happen to get this then that's fine but like so when you do Tales of Adventure do you do mm-hmm. you, is it like an ongoing campaign that you play is it a new story so we're going to change
1: it actually so it has been an ongoing campaign and we've pivoted to more um sto- like individual stories each episode so we have the same characters but in the next coming shows we are actually gonna um, pick a genre each time like westerns or horror or rom-com and do a oh, wow. dnd style rom-com or a dnd style horror and have <laughs> individual characters and stuff
0: that sounds that sounds brilliant and if you could just do me a personal favor if you could convince the rest of the crew that they probably want to pitch for an edinburgh fringe show it'd be so much more convenient for me to make a live one massively inconvenient <laughs> and very expensive for you but i'll lend you a spare room if you want to come and can cut the costs down that's fine but yeah that's good it. if you are if you are in the southwest everybody you're not just doing this for my convenience get yourselves along it'll be a lot of fun i mean
1: and in the interim, you can always follow us on Instagram because there's lots of fun stuff
0: on there. Yeah. So. Admire from afar. Get those things going. Get Admire another reference show there. happening. <laughs> Amazing. Okay,
2: so thanks, everybody, for listening. If you enjoyed the show, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hangout. Thanks to our current patrons. Thanks to Taj Easton for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Please consider giving us a rating or review and head over to the Facebook group Horror Hangout Board of Advisors for more. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, next week, next week, it's March already. Can you believe it? A, new a brand new month is new upon lineup. us. Indeed. And we've got another special returning guest. Is that
0: true, Andy? We do. We do indeed. If those of you cast your minds back to when former guest Nico and I Had a little visit behind the spooky red door of Insidious. She's back again. She's coming to join us for another horror classic, Scanners.
2: Scanners.
0: Wow. And a little preview for March. Uh, Scanners, we're going to be
2: at Fright Fest Glasgow, live and in person covering the event. Very exciting. Uh, And a couple more guests lined up for the rest of the month, but we will reveal that all in due
0: time. So... Yeah. keep listening i mean february's an extra month an extra day this year everyone chill out a whole nother <laughs> day of february left
2: chill out come on uh thanks everybody and thanks again alice see you next time
1: bye, bye everybody want bye. a date bye, bye. Got any money